Hello everyone. Welcome to Principal Centered Leadership and Ethics, week three. This is your host, Federica Brando, and today I am discussing leadership morale, uh, challenges and the leadership followership, and managing up concepts. In chapter six, Daft discusses moral development, and in exhibit 6.4, he offers, quote, three levels of personal moral development. Level one is pre-conventional, a moral development which is limited to one who follows rules to avoid punishment, acts in their own interest, blind obedience to authority for its own sake. This kind of person only strives to meet the bare minimum expectation and acts for themselves over others. A leader under stress is likely to revert to an authoritarian command and control style of leadership under pressure because their outlook becomes selfish and they fail to see the bigger picture or do not feel invested in the success of others. Although they may not only strive to meet the bare minimum and may want to strive beyond current standards, by behaving as an authoritarian, they inadvertently act in their own interest creating hostility in the workplace, and when a leader loses the respect of his or her team, productivity becomes compromised. This behavior is suggestive of a leader that has lost a sense of self-control. It is important to refer back to chapter four, where Daft discusses, quote, emotional stability. He states that, quote, emotional stability refers to the degree to which a person is well-adjusted calm and secure. A leader who is emotionally stable, handles stress well, is able to handle criticism, and generally doesn't take mistakes or failures personally. Leaders with emotional stability typically develop positive relationships and can also improve relationships among others." End quote. This type of leadership is respected and is more likely to find resolve with their subordinates even during the most stressful conflicts. Emotional stability allows a leader to not take actions personally and to take a step back to analyze the situation at hand from an even-keeled perspective. In reference to Exhibit 6, a better moral development to employ would be Level 3, the post-conventional persona. This type of moral development follows internalized universal principles of justice and right, <clears throat> balances concern for self with concern for others and the common good, acts in an independent and ethical manner regardless of expectations of others. So one constant a leader can expect is to always be challenged. No one is perfect and can find themselves in situations where they may resort to unbecoming behavior. It takes practice and self-control in an in and outside of workplace to develop self-discipline. And if a leader is truly committed to the success of an entire organization, they will take the steps necessary towards self-improvement and self-care to elevate their awareness of their behavior. In Chapter 7, Daft outlines five ways that followers use courage. The first is the courage to assume responsibility, where 
The effective follower feels a sense of personal responsibility and ownership in the organization and its mission. This type of follower has the courage to acknowledge how their contribution or lack thereof shapes the outcome of any given circumstance, whether successful or unsuccessful. This is never easy, but it is guided by a strong sense of moral leadership. The second type is the courage to challenge. Where the effective followers do not sacrifice their personal integrity or the good of the organization in order to maintain harmony. This kind of courage is important as a follower to not lose their identity and personal integrity for themselves in the process of supporting their leadership. It also requires a high regard for the integrity and mission of their organization. And because of this, they are less likely to think selfishly. A third type of courage is the courage to participate in transformation, where effective followers view the struggle of corporate change as transformation, as a mutual experience shared by all members of the organization. This type of follower is a team player and has an introspective view. They also have an invested view in how everyone's actions are directly related to the success and the demise of an organization. The fourth type is the courage to serve, where an effective follower discerns the needs of the organization and actively seeks to serve those needs. This is a selfless courage and one that implies that this person will do what needs to be done in order to elevate his or her team. A courage to serve is a valuable element in a team dynamic because these individuals are passion-driven and are likely to encourage their peers boosting overall morale and productivity. And finally, the fifth type is the courage to leave, where sometimes organizational or personal changes create a situation in which a follower must withdraw from a particular leader-follower relationship. This type of courage is important for any member of a team or relationship. Yes, it is important to be a selfless member of a team or someone who takes responsibility in the success of the organization, but it is extremely important to recognize when the relationship is not reciprocal. If a leader does not give this member an opportunity to grow or if the environment is hostile, it can be extremely difficult to make an impact or feel good about yourself at the end of the day. Success has everything to do with how one feels about themselves and knowing when to leave a situation if valuable, and it, it is really valuable to be aware of. This week's questions ask, which of these are the most important and which of these are the least important? It is difficult for me to narrow my decision to just one as most or least important, I believe it truly takes a balance of all types of courage to create a successful leader-follower managing up environment. Courage is not an easy task, and I respect it in every aspect mentioned. How might a follower derive the courage to behave in new ways to be more effective? Every person is different and may have varying strengths and weaknesses. A follower can take the first step of courage by recognizing these attributes first and then adopt one or all of these courage types to enhance their overall leadership approach. After all, followers are leaders. You cannot have one without the other. 
As leaders strive to improve themselves, the same goes for followers. Thank you for listening, and I will join you next week. Have a great and safe stay-at-home week, and take care.